Okay. Uh, and uh, with that, um, yeah, you kind of, um, you know, everybody sheaths their weapons, mm-hmm. uh, kind of um, uh, dusks themselves mm-hmm. off. I think Capella's gauntlets are still running at the moment. Okay, yeah. yeah she's puts them down by her side. So. <laughs> well, they're, really, they're really heavy. They're just so heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dig like a little pack of sort of bandagey tissue things out of my first aid kit and chuck it at the dude with the dribbly nose because that's messy and it's unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> what about the guy who got punched what in about the chest? Me? Like, he... really? <laughs> I had all life and you gave it to that guy. <laughs> Yeah, aside from like a bloody noise, a uh, nose. He's not too bad. Like he's mostly. <laughs> yeah, but the blood is messy. Okay, right. The guy got punched. He's not like. He's just he's internally. Not, yeah, he's bleeding. not gooey. In yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's keeping it to himself. Yeah. Fine. I will just kind of like chuck first aid bits okay. around. Well, <laughs> like a bomb. Needles. Okay, no, no, I, I like that though. So you, you toss him a little bandage and uh, you kind of... Um, a little plaster with Hello Kitty on it. Yeah. <laughs> he, but he... Oh yeah, I specifically give him the one with the dinosaur design. So okay. he yeah. oh, can't hide it. Like it's... <laughs> okay, he, 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 uh, he's, a little, he's a little perplexed by the uh, the plaster or the bandage, whatever you gave him. He's like, what is this? And then, but he, he does kind of like dab it at his bleeding nose a little bit. And uh, the men uh, start uh, kind of tidying up the room again, kind of like... Uh, one makes an effort to uh, kind of brush some of the broken wood aside. Another kind of just leans very heavily on the bar, uh, like almost bent double, and just goes, just give me a minute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, and um, Capella, des- um, Lynette decides to help. So she finds a shelf and like really slowly like pushes something off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, as, as everyone kind of like uh, c- s- uh, collapses, uh, you know, into nearby chairs or, or bits of floor, just looking a little exhausted. Uh, the one with the numb arm uh, kind of comes over and he's kind of like getting a bit of movement back and he's mm-hmm. flexing it and goes, what the hell were you playing at? We're oh, the all of you, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> we're investigating Cephalus's death. And he just he just looks tired and a lot of that kind of like exhaustion kind of drains, uh, that anger kind of drains away. He's like... And why would you be doing that? Kind of to save our own skins at this point. <laughs> because, yeah, because you don't understand. Because this is... Yes, look, this is the greatest opportunity our people have ever had. You don't understand. Like, the the the, the kith, they're, they're finally not looking at us. Right. Like, don't you see, Ooh, like... Is there an uprising? And he's... And he's, and he's <laughs> Shh, keep it... Keep it down. He's like kind of glancing around. He goes, we oh. just we just beat up like four guys in this room. Nobody came running. I'm pretty sure you have no neighbours. Yeah. He goes, okay, fair. He goes, but you have to understand. Like we, it's not just the. Yes, he goes. You have stumbled upon what, in certain circles, may be referred to as a clandestine uprising. But we, are, <laughs> we are a very your words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, keep it down, Greg. And, uh, and uh, one of them, they, they, they glance at him. He goes, look, he goes, it's not just the kith we're, we're fighting against. It's, it's, it's attitudes. Because you, we are in the minority. He goes, most people, most of my kind, they, they love the kith. Yeah, we noticed. Yeah. And he goes, and, 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 and I can't, it's hard not to blame them. It's like, this is just the way our world... The way life has been, as long as anyone can remember, it's like we have to keep this secret. Our our our, our movements and motives aren't—they're not—they're not well high. They're not highly regarded even among our own people. What we're doing here is very unpopular. 
Oh, did you oh. kill Cafetas? Yeah, and everyone kind of like like scoffs a little bit. Uh, I, no. Okay. How would we even get close to him? Like, uh, <laughs> this wasn't our doing. It's so, but it's a blessing on a, on a far greater than we could have imagined. Like this is incredible. So, what would be your ideal outcome? Free, free humans. All the, not just your own. Yeah, if some Three. of them are happy being owned, yeah. Them. Like, but maybe they'd be happier if they finally got a taste of the one thing we've always been denied because we don't belong to the kith. We're not there. Do you wish them harm as part of your freedom? And he goes, Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, and he kind of like uh, holds out his arm, uh, and you see that he has a he has the tattoo, but it's it's kind of um, distorted. And scratched uh, as if he spent uh, a long time kind of trying to remove his yeah. own tattoo. And he goes, When you're tattooed at birth as the property of the kith, maybe, yeah, maybe you would feel the same. And he goes, the- I sort of tut at the uh, shoddy work. <laughs> <laughs> so I have scalpels. <laughs> he goes, Look, um, uh, he goes, uh, This is not. You've stumbled onto something you shouldn't, you know. It's like the, you're clearly outsiders. You know, you're not you're not part of our world. You don't understand what we're going through. We're not on either side. Which is, you have to stay that way because you can't interfere with what we're doing here. It's you. We have so no, we have no defense against the kith. Look at us. We're carrying weapons. We made, but we we stole the metal to make it. Uh, we don't have advanced. Kind of, we don't have access to the advanced um, uh, 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 metalwork of the kith. We don't have access to any of the tools. I mean, what chunks do we have? Like, if we don't strike now, we'll never, we'll never, we'll never get better than this. If we're lucky, the kith will tear themselves apart. Yeah, yeah, they'll go crazy trying to find who did this, and then we can hopefully uh, emerge from from the ruins. But you can't hurt them. That is that is difficult, <laughs> admittedly, but. Maybe they can hurt themselves. Maybe they can hurt each other. Maybe we can steal a boat. We've been formulating plans for so long, and now suddenly we have to act. We've we've stockpiled weapons. But... <laughs> Sorry, uh, Ritual just kind of puts his hand up. Like, <laughs> I have questions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How many of you are there? Do you have money? <laughs> we. Uh, we it's a good, it's a good point. Because <laughs> we don't. We don't have much. Like we, what, 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 what about potions? Oh, the the potions. I mean, do you know how to make them? Do you have a stock of them that you could take? And he goes, yeah. And he he he, he kind of like reaches down into his pocket and brings out a uh, uh, a bottle, yeah. a kind of unremarkable kind of gourd uh, with a rubber bung in it. And he goes, uh, yeah. I mean, of course we have, of course we have potions there. Yeah, why do you think I'm not so concerned about my mate over there? <laughs> like, after you shattered every rib in his body, <laughs> and um, I left one rib. With that, he he tosses it over to uh, his friend, who's still bent double over bar, who um, swigs swigs the potion and uh, kind of sits 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 down again. Okay, uh, huddle, huddle, huddle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One rep. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll leave the room. <laughs> Oh, don't mind me. <laughs> I'll just go. I only live here. <laughs> well, no, before we do that, actually, yeah. oh. how many of you are there? We are maybe maybe 50 at most. Okay. 
think about it because that's how grim our life is of the thousands of humans in this spire maybe 50 I would trust with okay. my life so only 50 would you would look to free only 50 I could count upon to act mm-hmm. uh, when we find if we can ever break the shackles of a kith maybe maybe our fellow man could imagine a better life outside of their care but they can't imagine a life outside the spire. Mm. I mean, you might as well imagine, oh, I don't know, uh, stars. Yeah. <laughs> what a day. Yeah. What a day. <laughs> it's like yeah. a myth. <laughs> anyway, if you, could, uh, if you could give us a moment. Uh, what was your name, by the way? Oh, my name is... <clears throat> and he has like a coughing fit. Okay, well, excuse me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if we could... While he picks up a name for himself. <laughs> <laughs> my, so, name yeah. is, uh, my name is... My name is... Uh, uh, oh, I know what I have so many names. What, what, what name? Uh, you, you literally have a name generator in front of you. Phantom Chris. Do I have? Oh, do I have a name generator? Yes. <laughs> your screen. You're using a D and D name screen. Where? Where? Help me. Where is it? It'll uh, be an Elven name. What's the Imagination. That's my thing. I can't see a name. One of them gen- is a name generator. I'm sure. Uh, da, 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 da. This is great audio. This is wonderful. <laughs> Surely, of all the kinds of names to think up, humans would be the but it's also a human from a alien world. Yeah. Uh, 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 is that like Pete or something? Uh, Pete, it's like a weird yeah. Name. It's probably three E's. <laughs> yeah. Pete. Yeah. And, and a no nine. P. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his name's Pete. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Pete. This is Greg, Barry, and Jojo. Jojo. like Pete, you, Greg, Barry, and Jojo. Jojo just coughs. And, goes, <laughs> <laughs> and Scrabbly Boy. Yeah, Pete, Barry, and Jojo. <laughs> Pete, Barry, Greg, and Jojo. Okay. What's okay, Scrabbly cool. Boy's name? Uh, that's uh, Scrabbles. <laughs> Scrabbles. That's uh, that's uh, Dirty Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's huddle up, team. All right. Fifty of them could fit in the cargo hold easily. And if they <laughs> instantly, yeah. <laughs> and if they know, and if they know how no! to. Do... <laughs> and if they know how to make the potions, that's got to be worth a hell of a lot more at the convoy than like yeah. actually taking the potions so are you saying they could make a life for themselves there or are you well, saying we they'll make potions, potions, anyway. for, us. They make potions yeah. for us I think I think the a way we do if we're going to do this if, if no one's no no spurred is ever going to come back to this world ever going to be able to come back to this world we take we take an upfront payment of potions yeah. like pre-made potions that's what we use to sell at the convoy to make money and we sell them on the idea of living in the convoy we on a basis them. no we yeah. sell them on the idea <laughs> Stop trying to get slaves. <laughs> Jeez. I'm, I'm um, not ideologically opposed to slaves. Like, okay, these well, just am. seem like bad slaves because they don't want to be slaves. Yeah. Like, the others seem fine. So. They're crap slaves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lynette is joking. She wants to say <laughs> We can sell them on the idea that they can make a life. I'm pretty sure that, that the HR probably have slaves. Like. They have, they have a, a feudal monarchy system. I can imagine they like, probably, probably got slaves. <laughs> but then how much does Ratuar agree with that? Well, he disagreed enough to fall out of the universe, I guess. So. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You're yeah. burning a lonely torch here at the moment. Yeah. You're surrounded by a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a slaver. <laughs> a slaver scientist. Ooh, tough crowd. Oh, <laughs> All creatures are slaves to cats, really. That is true. I, I feel like a slave to you a lot of mm. the time. Um, if I don't know if that was in character or not, <laughs> okay, it was. Okay. and it also wasn't. 
if we're going to do this, I worry, I worry it's not just 50. Mm. He wants to free everyone. We can't free everyone. Mm. What would be the fate of the people we leave behind? Exactly. We're choosing to get involved in this. But We've already got involved with trying to solve yeah. the murder, but that's really, kind of just to save our own lives. I really don't want to give the gooey vampires extraversal travel. Like... I yeah. feel we need to get them out of the universe and then let them figure out that there's an entire set of universes out there full of flying spaceships and things. The thing is, the good I don't vampires... want to bring flying spaceship technology to them. We already have. Well, yeah, but, but at least it's locked up and sentient. That's true. It's <laughs> okay. very sentient. The gooey vampires, aside from keeping slaves, haven't specifically done anything beyond their internal infighting mm-hmm. that I would... Categorise as worth destroying them for. No, 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 no. And and just to play, I, I know I'm God, the voice of God. <laughs> oh no, he's here. Yeah, uh, just as kind of like you know the the voice of uh, uh, the op- I guess the opposing argument really. Uh, it could be argued that the Kith have done a great kindness to the people under their care. They do keep them alive in an inhospitable world. But presumably, they didn't. They came from the extraverse in the first place. Like humans couldn't have evolved here. Well, we don't, don't know. We don't know that. I mean, I don't know. That's many plen- Plenty of daft and crazy things happen yeah. out in the. But the water's made of acid. That is true. Like... I believe um, this is my memory failing me, but I think uh, an NPC may have said at some point that they feel that life did kind of begin on this world, but it was very like it would never have gone far mm. if it hadn't found the Kong Sanguine. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. So, so quite what the Kong Sanguine is or where that Whether that's from. extraversal or not, I don't know. Maybe that's mm-hmm. up for more debate. But Do we get a sense of what the slaves do day to day for the Kith? Uh, that's a really good question. Uh, the Kith are uh, the, the, the kind of humans. Uh, you, you, um, you do get a sense that most of the humans kind of keep to themselves. Uh, they, are, they work for the Kith. They do manual labour down, mm-hmm. down in the harbour. Um, yeah. Also, you get the sense that they're maybe like a. They are a constant stock of. Yes, potential. Future kith. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think um, I think it was uh, Speaker San who said that the kith are torn by two abilities, uh, two kind of warring urges within mm. them one to obey their father and the other to kind of spread their their kind of consanguine. Yeah, right. so they, they don't need to feed. It's not like. Um, it's not like the humans are cattle mm-hmm. to them. But they need <clears throat> templates to kind of inject their infection onto. And sure. again, if some of them are perfectly happy with that as a potential career ladder, then who are we to judge? Yes, you yeah. did see that one human who was kind of like, "This is great. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, give it to me. <laughs> you know, I want to be a kith." Yeah, that's my that is my suggestion that we somehow liberate the these folk from, but quietly, yeah, in a non-confrontational manner. By just like putting them on our boat and then leaving. Of course, we can't leave until we unlock the spire, which they won't do until either dawn or we figured out how to. But we could have already loaded them onto the boat by then, yeah. and potentially no one would even know. Do we have anything that we could give them to no, let Timbar know that he should be letting them on? Because they could just look like. You said we had communicators. Yeah. Yes, you do. You can yeah. communicate with. Like we could. They could just look like they're making a delivery. Like pack stuff into our hold and then never come back out. Well, that'd be easy. Just the barrels. Yeah. Just use the barrels. Well, yeah. We, they could just say we've purchased some potions and that they're delivering the potions. 
do we set this in motion, but then continue to do what we were previously doing? I feel like in order to stop the place exploding, if the if this yeah. place breaks down into a war, we've got much less chance of leaving quietly. Correct. Mm-hmm. So we we get this plan in motion. Yeah. We get them to start in dribs and drabs filling yeah. the ship with themselves with the pretend deliveries, mm-hmm. and then we continue to try and solve the solve the maze, solve the murder. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Is, is this a purely humanitarian effort, or are you? We want you potions. Want, you want, we want potions. potions. We want potions. Yeah. yeah, it's all about the potions. Yeah. But yeah, but I feel like they probably w- might need some looking after as well. So if we put it to them as like grab everything you can in terms of potions, obviously we'll have some of those. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's a business transaction. Yeah, you know, this is this looks like a mercantile. I think um, Please, they understand business transactions. Capella is partly doing it from a humanitarian perspective, but there is also the aspect of it, we see an opportunity here, big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we did come here for that reason. Yeah. And we go to a lot of worlds. Well, you we don't go to a lot of worlds. We probably go to worlds and try our best not to get involved in their personal politics. And I think mm-hmm. Capella has started to build up a little bit of a sort of internal shield, I guess, in her mind to, to be like, this isn't my problem. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't like injustice. I don't like seeing people hurt. Mm. So if I could get my money, mm-hmm. my paycheck, <laughs> and also help these people a bit, that's kind of a win-win. Whereas if it was, if either one of those wasn't an option, I wouldn't bother. Do you see mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, mm. agreed. Okay. We should present this plan to Pete. We turn to Pete. <laughs> and Pete, uh, Pete has just been kind of scanning there with a glazed look on, on his Standing face. facing the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, you might you might understand that we come from somewhere else other than here, your world. Yeah, I have a. I've never really been one for, uh, you know, religion and the old stories and stuff, but uh, but yeah, I have an inkling. Yeah, I don't even pretend to understand. You don't need we... to. Um, we come from somewhere that the kith could never reach, and we have a ship downstairs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you mean you mean like an island? No. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> but you mean like a bit like a peninsula? Have you been outside the spire? N- no. Okay. It's, I mean, some of us have some. Some of us go on the trading vessels, but so you know about the vessels. You know about the ocean. You know yeah. about the acidy ocean. Yeah, but you know what's above the ocean if you look up? Death. Yeah. Death. Yeah, but it's a big open space, right up there. Uh, and you see, he's really, he's really kind of struggling with this concept. He's like, uh, I'm really struggling to distill this down. It's like, it's like the ceiling is too far away to see it. Yes, that's he's good. Like, he's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he's kind of like, whoa, whoa you're, you're blowing my mind. <laughs> like, yeah. We come from above the ceiling. Beyond the ceiling. Where the kith live. No, there no, are no kith above that. that. Yeah. Above the where the kith live. Outside the spire. <laughs> he's, oh, he's, no. like, okay, I, I, I'm. I'm willing to accept bold new concepts here. Like, uh, okay, let's run with this. Just let's yeah. leave it as this, right? Okay. We can take you and anyone you want to take with you, within reason, beyond their reach. Forever. You mean we, we abandon the spire? Yes. But where 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 would we go? Where There's, there's potentially... There's a whole world out there. There's, there's a whole world worlds. of lives and trade. And you make something. You have something. That we know about. We came here for those very potions that you've just given your friend. And uh, with that, um, old um, Jojo uh, (laughs) scans up and appears utterly fine. Like he stretches, flexes a little bit. So we like, so then Capella goes, we see amazing things. We can do incredible things. 
But that is still incredible for us. If you and your people can offer that to our world, you've got a life for yourselves. So if you're willing to accept one incredible thing, he's saying I need to accept one incredible thing as well. That's right. Okay, I mean, but you're... You're, You You say this is the time. This is the time to do it. The whole spire is in chaos. And it's only going to get worse. Yeah, and how lucky it is that we're here. We can take you away. This is your opportunity. You don't need to fight. You don't need to kill. All you need to do is get to our ship. Make it look as though you're delivering. So it doesn't look like an exodus. And when we're done with what we're doing, we'll leave with you. And the kith would never find us. Correct. Interesting. We ask for one thing in return. Well, a few things. (laughs) We want some of those potions ourselves. That's payment. You want the potions? Yes. Well, that's... I mean... How, how many are we talking? Like one bottle? No. <laughs> Two. <laughs> I would just say as many as you can Carry manage once you're all on board. We're talking as many crates as you can fit of in. it. We're talking stock. So you're saying... As many as you feel is equivalent to how grateful you would be <laughs> for saving 50 of your lives. <laughs> <laughs> However many you think that adds up to. You've got to understand, this is, this is a lot for me to kind of take in, because, I mean, I, you're asking me to kind of give up on those people who don't believe in my cause. Like, I... You can only, you can only talk to those that you can convince. You can only spread your message as far as people will listen. And we can only fit so many people on the boat. Yeah. There is a limit. The boat will sink eventually. <laughs> I mean, and you say what, what you do once you're out there is up to you. If you want to come back eventually and save them as well, that's your choice. You would have access to the technology, potentially, mm. to do that. We don't particularly want to give that to the kids. Okay. But it's yeah. our ship that allows us to travel to your world. And there are others like our ship out there. And if you were to make a success of your lives, you could potentially get hold of one of those ships as well. Interesting. So let's take in. Give give, uh, give give me a minute of old uh, Greg Barry Jojo and little uh, little, <laughs> little Dirty Mike here. And, um, dirty Mike have a lot of input on this. Uh, d- dirty Mike is a very valuable asset, even if he shouldn't have led you here in the first place. And he kind of like, <laughs> I think you should be grateful to him. He led us. Here. <laughs> um, oh, dirty Mike. And uh, the four of them uh, and and Dirty Mike make like a little. Uh, <laughs> Make a little, make a little huddle, and okay. they, uh, you see them kind of like uh, frantically discussing stuff, mm-hmm. and then, and then uh, they break and they come back, and uh, old Pete goes, um, "Okay, he goes, this is an incredible offer, and we go, we gotta, we're gonna need a few hours, so we can't, of course. you know, to move this many people. That's fine. Um, We've got hours. You've got till dawn. The spire will open at dawn, one way or another. We're out of here." Because uh, I think we all have until <laughs> dawn. So, uh, <laughs> I, I gotta admit, like I had my hopes up, you know, when when we were talking about war earlier. But uh, if I'm really honest with you, I don't think I would have gone well for anyone. Uh, no. um, but the potions you you want, um, we got a slight problem. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> have we, Pete? He goes. Uh, we might have a problem, Pete. <laughs> he goes. We we all have access to the potions, uh, but. Yeah, they just the kids don't the kids don't need them. The kids, you know, they they they're going to be eternally beautiful and young till the world ends. But sure, uh, may, yeah, we got a good stock of them. You know, they they keep us all safe. 
you know, they keep us all healthy. Uh, if you're living underground, eating mushrooms, you know. <laughs> they were delicious mushrooms. They have a very good <laughs> mushrooms. Really Don't get me wrong. Don't here. get me wrong, you know, mushrooms. You, you like those mushrooms, DP? Yeah, mushroom, a little bit of wall cheese, you know, scrape oh, it in. It's oh, great. But, <laughs> yeah, but, um, you got to understand, we have a very limited palate to begin with. So, you know, what's good? What do I know? Uh, but the potions, they keep us healthy and the kith, they want us healthy. Um, but, I don't know how to make them. Uh, in fact, only one guy really does. You're saying Ben, ben aren't you? I'm about to say Ben. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Ben Ahim. I mean, uh, he loves it here. He, uh, he's good to us, Ben Ahim. I'm Pete Ahim. <laughs> We're all of the Heem, as I'm you may have guessed. Yeah. Um, Dirty Mike Ahim. Uh, <laughs> but Ben is uh, he's a great leader. He... He looks after us. Um, what does he think of your little plan? He doesn't know. He wouldn't approve. Um, does he have an apprentice who would? <laughs> ben is... They say that once upon a time, before the kith, and we're talking like long, we're talking myth now, but they say long ago, Ben's people, they were like um, wise men. You know, they uh, they they cared for humans back when um, we all lived in caves. <laughs> not much, not much different than <laughs> where we are now. It's a it's a reasonably fancy cave. It's yeah. got lights, but they barrels. say barrels. The Lots the of broken wood everywhere. The po- <laughs> the potions. Clean that up. The potions. Uh, they're 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 like, they're like sacred knowledge. They're like ancient knowledge, which only. Uh, uh, only Ben Ben's kind of line, the wise men had access to, and he's the last of his. His kind, like he, he thinks we got a pretty good thing going here. Like, so some people, and it's hard to argue. Sometimes they think the kith are the greatest thing that happened to to us. Sure. Like, half a life is better than none. For two are. Yeah. If you looked at a potion. I haven't yet. I was about to ask. Could you work it out? Maybe. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could take you to Ben. I mean, you you met him, right? Briefly. You have met him very briefly. Oh, do you mean? Sorry. Don't, don't you remember? Uh, uh, no. You know, that time you did. I um, lied to me, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I made me punch you again. And then uh, Jojo back. He's like, yeah, what are they, uh, wasn't it when uh, you were up in the courtroom? Uh, the, How you know the about that, Jojo? Oh, I was there. I, was, I had a tray of canapes. He goes, uh, oh, you were one of the canapes boys. I was one of the canapes boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, man and boy. Love you your work. Yeah. <laughs> um, he goes, no, uh, when, um, uh, when uh, you, uh, there was that kerfuffle. Up in the ballroom. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. He was there then. I uh, remember, and yeah, Rafael yeah. and uh, Ben Ohim turned up very briefly. Uh, he goes, I mean, uh, I can I can take you to Ben Ohim. Like, I can take cool. you to the big man. Like, is, but you got to not say anything about <laughs> what we're doing here. But of course, he'll give you potions. Like, he'll he'll help. He helps all of us. Like, he's not a bad guy. He cares for people. And he has a good, he had a good relationship with Grandfather Kefernis. He just... I mean, we have to ask ourselves, if we take Ben with us, what happens to the humans that don't come with us? They wouldn't have potions anymore. They, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Okay. But then, if Ben is the last of his kind anyway, he's going to have to... Teach someone. Teach someone, write it down, as an <coughs> instruction manual that we can mm-hmm. get hold of. Maybe um, that's the quest then. Yeah. We find out how to do it. Yes, well, I can, I can take you to Ben. Okay. I can take you to Ben, um, and... Just you know, I mean, what you came here for potions anyway. Yes. Like th- th- this isn't going to be hard to swing. Uh, 
But maybe if you want a lot of potions, we're going to have to be creative, I think. Okay. It can be done. It can be done. Mm-hmm. One incredible thing. <laughs> One incredible thing. That's all I ask. One incredible thing, my boy. All right. Um, does, uh, does Are there more potions hang, lying around in here, or has everybody chugged all of the nearby <laughs> potions? <laughs> oh, uh, they, they do a quick kind of rummage through their pockets, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they, they bring out like a couple of a couple of vials. Okay. I want to uh, examine one with my scanner. Cool. Uh, do, do they all look the same? Do we get the feeling there's like they make different potions for different things, or is it just like healing potions? The potion. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you uh, uh, peeks like well, th- this th- this uh, kind of liquid. Uh, you uh, as as uh, Pete gives one to you, yeah. Because because again, you get the impression they're quite. You know, it's not like they're super rare. They are kind of around, and if you ever needed one, it, you'd have no difficulty in getting them. Right. But um. It's like if you wanted like a ton yeah. at one go, yeah. that yeah. would be kind of difficult. But yeah, so um, Pete has no qualms with giving one to you, Rutiar. So he gives you this little kind yeah. of gourd. Uh, what are you doing? Are you kind of like taking a dropper? Are you kind of pour yeah, it out? Yeah, I want to basically just sort of take a sample and try and analyse what's in it. Cool. Okay. Uh, it is a it's, a. it's a purple. It's a purple liquid. Purple. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, let me. I think I need to do a knowledge check. Yeah. Go on. Give it. Give it a little scan. See what you can do. And plus one for science. Uh, four. Not as good as I thought. Not like. great. Um, yeah, I mean, you uh, you put a little dropper into the scanner <coughs> and it starts running an analysis. Um, y- you you kind of you're you're a student of science, mm. but you're also you're a person of the extroverse. You're a bird. You're a traveller. Mm. So you know that science <laughs> in <varies>. respect <laughs> science varies, but a scientist is always able to analyze data mm-hmm. and come up with. Yeah. you know, the hypotheses and stuff. So you've never seen anything like this. Uh, but you you know that this is not beyond, you know, this is not in the realms of impossibility. You think you can certainly analyse it. You, there's, there might be things to learn from it, mm-hmm. but whether or not you could replicate it or instantly replicate it is, okay. is you know, is debatable. Uh, mm. I'm going to chuck the rest of the vial at Capella. Yeah. Because oh, you okay. did take a few kind of cuts and scrapes. I want you yeah. to test this for me. Okay. And while you're while, she, while she's drinking it, I'd like to run my scanner. Well, I've seen Jojo drink it, so okay, yeah. So can I try scanning again? It. Am I am I scanning too much here? No, 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 it's fine. No, I mean, um, how how much does it do for me? What does it do for me? Uh, you, uh take a swing. Take a, I take a swing. I need you to say that you're doing. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I take yeah. a swig. Uh, you uh, you kind of sip this. Uh, you take like a swig of this kind of purple liquid, and um. It tastes kind of um, rich, kind of like warm in your okay. mouth, kind of like herbal. Ooh. And uh, this warmth kind of spreads down your body as you swallow, and it, it's quite kind of soothing. Ooh. And yeah, you feel kind of like the aches kind of disappear. And yeah, you stand a little straighter, and you are back to full health. Whoa! Okay. I rolled an eight for my scan of Capella while she was drinking. Nice. That's better. Uh yeah, I, I I don't know what to tell you. I'm afraid, like you you get like you're like oh, it's definitely healing her. Like it's a hundred percent healing her. Like it's promoting uh, cellular growth. Wow. Uh, it's um yeah, it's knitting flesh back together. The scratches you had, the little slashes, you see them kind of seal up. Is it is there any energy in it that's similar to what I got from scanning the hip? Ah, no. No, there is not. That's it, good to know. It is. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wanted you to test it. <laughs> oh, I see. It's that not is just a liquid kith. That is a very insightful question, though, actually. I hadn't even thought of that. But no, it is not related to the kith in any way. Okay. 
So it's it's um, herb juice, healthy herb juice. It must be healthy because it's got herbs in it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's how you know. Well, Dirty Mike said that um, Ben was in like in the crops. Yeah, with the crops. Either the crop. Uh... So if we go find him, we might see. What well, Pete's going to take us. Yeah. So Pete, lead the way, my man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so Pete's like, uh, you know, so I can, uh, I'll take you to Ben Ohim. Okay. But just remember, whatever you initially came here to do. That's why you're here. Mm-hmm. You don't say anything about no word plans, nothing. Mm. I'm just a simple, I'm just a simple trader. You know, I'm just a simple bartender. I just try to keep people happy. Sure. Okay, definitely not planning a covert revolution. For sure, people. Everyone goes like, shh, because I know, I know, guys. It's gonna. We need <laughs> should, a word maybe, for it. Should maybe somebody else take us? Because <laughs> <laughs> none of us have, made, have mentioned a word of it since we entered this room. Really, like, he's the only one who's going on. You should have a code name for it. Um, Operation Freedom. No, yeah. That's really bad. No. And Jojo's like, hey, Pete, why don't, why don't you say it's like a, like a really big drink? Like you're making like a really big drink. Like you've been planning a secret drink in ages, which is going to benefit like a lot of people, but you don't want the kids to know about it because the drink is really secret. And if they found it, you'd be maybe really angry because it tastes like freedom. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, yeah, that's good. You workshop that, guys. Come on, you, you, you three, yeah. come with me. Okay. And and uh, with that, uh, he kind of like uh, he uh, opens the door. Uh, Jason's there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Jesus, what is that? It's like, it's like some kind of like uh, big furry, like uh, naked cheese wrap around mold. his legs. <laughs> cheese wrap mold. Goes <laughs> into the room. Right, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's gross. Don't like it. And then uh, he leads you uh, out back into the alleyway mm-hmm. and out into this kind of main sh- underground street. So as the door closed, like literally as it's about to close, Jason just squeezes through and runs yeah. after us. <laughs> Classic cat. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So you start walking uh, kind of uh, down this kind of busy street, uh, passing uh, there's people kind of milling and uh, uh, P expertly leads the way as you kind of like follow behind him and you get a few kind of glances uh I mean, A, obviously, Ritua, because he's Ritua. I mean, look, at, <laughs> look at him, you know, you kind of see what he looks like. Uh, and also the two of you, just because, you know, you're not so, you, you're, you're colourful, you're vibrant. You're yeah, not, yeah. Everyone else is wearing, like, these same kind of dull brown Well, the next skin is interesting as well, of course. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. No, so they, they, they've never seen anything like you. But at the same time, they kind of know to keep their head down okay. and not make, uh, not make a fuss. Mm-hmm. So Pete leads you, and uh, as, you, um, as you pass by... Uh, uh, all these people, uh, the uh, kind of root uh, of the buildings, uh, uh, kind of uh, lesson, and you are now ent- you're now moving through what feels just like a standard kind of cave structure, mm. but with, uh, with the path is well worn. Clear people walk this way all the time, and there are uh, these uh, globes set into the walls, which are emanating this kind of dull glow. And uh, Pete's like, um, uh, it's uh, it's quite dim down here it's quite dark as you may as you may be able to tell uh the kids they don't you know they want us to see but they don't give us the super powerful you know lamps they wouldn't want to waste that on us why no fire you have wood uh we don't well hey i'm glad glad you asked you guys the uh the crops the the mushrooms they um they can be a little uh what's the word um explosive uh when, if not harvest correctly, we we try not to keep open flames anywhere near them. And obviously, 
uh, cave structure like this, it can, you can get kind of pockets of scale ale. Scale ale? Scale ale. I'm a bartender. Nothing works with pockets of scale ale. Uh, we get kind of pockets of scale air. It was, but thankfully, we got, the, um, we got the ventilation system. I mean, that's the real kind of miracle here. Like, if it weren't for that, we'd probably all be freezing as well as, you know, in the dark. Wouldn't life be good? <laughs> good then. And as you kind of round the corner, uh, you enter this great big cavern, uh, which is uh, like an underground field. Whoa. And uh, kind of stretching uh, to the far wall, this, this cave, which is easily as big as a football pitch, uh, uh, relatively low ceiling. But there are these weird... Um, uh, crops growing they look like um, boulders they're like kind of grey uh, mounds maybe come to about kind of knee height and they're all planted in rows and uh, moving among them are humans uh, kind of tending the crops and uh, kind of uh, plucking bits off them and you realise that they are mushrooms oh. they are large kind of uh, uh, roundish spherical mushrooms that come up to like your uh, like I said, come up to your knees. Mm. Disgusting. That feels like home. And he goes, and, and there is like a slight aroma down here as well, like a kind of a slightly, a slightly uh, kind of um, kind skings sk- sk- the nostrils mm. a little bit as, oh, you kind right, of wa- okay. as you walk by. And he goes, um, and Pete's like, yeah. So this is our main, this is our main crop. This is what we eat down here. Uh, the mushrooms, uh, they're pretty good. They got mostly everything you need to be healthy. Everything else we got the potions for. I mean. It ain't much, but it's pretty much it's better than outside the spire. You know what I mean? Yeah. It ain't great yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Pete. They're better when they're cooked. And he's kind of referring to the smell. He goes, uh, but this is why um, this is why we don't tend to uh, keep open flames down here. It's uh, yeah, it can be a little. Uh, whew, it can be a little. Uh, uh, I lost an uncle when uh, to uh, to a crop explosion. Um, Back when I was young, it uh, can be pretty volatile. We treat them, we soak them. It it makes them palatable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Goes, I would show you the uh, the wall cheese. Uh, Don't worry about that. But, but it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty much it's, it's very in the name. You can pretty much like work out. It ain't uh, it ain't good. Tasty though. Mm. Mm-hmm. It? Love me, love me some wall cheese. Yeah, good, mm-hmm. good today. Well, we'll skip back, yeah. skip over that. Yeah. Uh, so he kind of leads you through these uh, through these kind of like these crops, these kind of. Uh, and uh, these people just quite quietly working and as he leaves you he's like I can't see uh, got no sign of Ben no sign of Ben around here he must have finished his uh, his kind of tour so I guess uh, I guess that means we go to his workshop okay. I guess that means uh, we take you straight to the source can uh, I can I take a mushroom like a small one like a little baby mushroom yeah yeah like you see like some of these kind of like uh, knobbly uh, spheres they have like smaller kind of spheres coming off them you get the impression you could like pluck one and replant it somewhere and it might kind of uh, it I'm, might kind I'm, of grow I'm going to try and grab a little tiny one so I can fit it in a sample jar and seal it up cool yeah so with with, uh, with very little effort you're able to kind of like uh, twist off and it's slightly spongy feels feels mushroomy sure uh, but it's kind of like uh, just roughly uh, uh, roughly spherical mm-hmm. sits within your kind of mighty fist cool yeah uh, so you head past all these crops and uh, Pete leads the way and as you uh, and then you uh, head down yet another kind of branching uh, kind of corridor structure, and can't wait till these people find out about lifts. Oh no! <laughs> what's a what's a what's a lift? If you if you think of the word long enough, you might figure it out. I got I got I got nothing. I, I got nothing. You're, you're going to do really well on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and as the you outside, <laughs> it's like prison. Uh, as you as you walk and you follow Pete down these kind of branching tunnels, uh, it's getting warmer, ah. warmer still than this kind of already moist and kind of like humid air that's been accompanying mm. you throughout. And Lynette, um, you in particular, you notice that the rhythmic, mechanical kind of um, <clears throat> thrumming mm-hmm. that you've heard the whole time, which you notice is already mm. louder down here. It's getting louder mm. still. And uh, as you walk, you notice that there are uh, vents set into the wall, uh, just because you notice them upstairs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and warm air is circulating uh, mm. through them. And um, the, as you walk, it gets hotter, it gets noisier. And soon you round a corner and you find yourself in, well, to your un- your tr- untrained eyes, but to Lynette, it feels like an engine room, mm-hmm. like a boiler room. Like, ah. uh, and you're suddenly greeted by a, si- uh, a scene of heavy industry. Mm. And there are uh, great big uh, vats, great big pressurised containers, uh, metalwork uh, that seems ancient but well cared for, pipes, valves, uh, uh, pistons. And uh, in the centre of this kind of chamber is a great, um, is a, is a, is a great pit in the middle of which uh, glows what looks like lava and uh, huddled over this kind of ring, this flaming pit, is a familiar figure of Ben O'Heen. Cool. I'll walk up to him. (laughs) I just stand there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, He's just kind of staring down at the, the lava, at the magma. And he goes, uh, impressive, is it not? Very hot. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, uh, I sense, uh, I sense you're, you're, you're mocking me, my I friend. mock most people. She does. <laughs> mocks us. I, I, I would not, I would not make light of this wondrous achievement. He goes because of, because of this incredible machine. The entire spire is granted life and comfort. This is this is a gift. It should not be. It should not be made light. What of. kind of a life is this, though? <laughs> I don't. I, I'm going to put the ground. Put my hand on Lynette's head. <laughs> <laughs> don't you go, sometimes go, wish for more? Go play with a valve somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. This is. He goes. This is. He won't rise to it. He goes. He goes. This is. Because you are. You are outsiders. You don't understand. Yes, but this is this is the best life we could hope for. This is a glorious, uh, a glorious existence. What if Lynette like broke the machine and then they all had to leave or die? She doesn't say that out loud. No, he <laughs> but he goes. Uh, but he says. Um, he goes. This is a good life for humans. The kith, fairness, my friend, and he treated as well, and. Excuse me, I am, I am somewhat perturbed by the events of tonight. Mm. He goes, but welcome, guests. Welcome to my workroom. We're um, Karen has asked us to help with finding out what happened. Take a fairness. He goes, I am, I'm grateful. He goes, thank you, truly. You, the, the kith are our friend, and I, I, I believe that you are our friends too. We, we could not ask for better help. I feel. Uh, impartial outsiders such as you, you might be able to 
get to the source of this this kind of tragedy and prevent any more needless violence. That's what Karen hopes. So, yeah, we we've been we've been talking to some people, but we have yet to make any breakthroughs. Uh, where where when did you last see the grandfather, Ben? Because I you were speaking to him not long before everyone left for the evening. Because uh, yeah, we I I uh, grandfather Kefernis and I uh, even. Even though he had such illustrious guests among him, uh, the courts of Sire, the court of Warren, uh, he still found time for me. Uh, we we have a little, um, we had a routine, him and I, where we would spend our evenings walking through the limits of the spire, talking. I am permitted to enter the upper reaches of the spire, such as very few humans ever are. And I honour myself by imagining that he enjoyed my company. Did he ever say anything about feeling threatened or worried about this meeting of the courts? It was obviously, he carried a great deal of weight on his shoulders, not just keeping his own court satisfied, but the, the caring for the humans, the caring for us. He was, he was a kind, a very benevolent uh, benefactor he he cared for us and and obviously this was a source of great stress for him uh, the the piece is it exists it is tangible but it requires regular upkeep uh his him well oh he's a punching the table <laughs> um, so angry. he just gets so emotional for a second he goes uh my welcoming the uh, the courts of sorrow and wearing in here is always a risk it always brings back memories of earlier bloodshed but um yeah he I think he did it with the best of intentions. Sadly, that hasn't served him very well. No. He goes, uh, what have what have your investigations found so far? Well, he was definitely murdered. Definitely murdered by a Kruerite weapon. Mm. Kruerite? Yeah. Mm. It's a, I, I, it is a great sadness that I've not been allowed to uh, inspect the body myself. Um, mm. Kefernis believed quite strongly in my in my abilities, and particularly with my knowledge of the sciences, the arcs, the, the potions, I feel I could have been some use, but yeah. Karen wisely perhaps felt that uh, additional humans in the upper reaches of the spire mm. would not be well received right now. He's probably right there. It's probably best to keep the investigation impartial. Maybe so. But a Kruerite weapon, mm. you that's, say? That's the big mystery here, really, because there's, there's not enough around, is there? No, he said the the, the the only Kruerite, I mean, but the and and he's kind of stroking his beard now, and he's thinking, leaning heavily on his staff, and he he thinks, and 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 you can see that he's pondering. He goes, like, the the only Kruerite, the the court the court of Hem had access to. I mean, at most we had a few shards. Um, I mean, the vast majority of which you're now wearing around your necks. He goes, I'm. He goes, if I was a more suspicious man, I feel the. I would instantly point the finger at you, at you three, for having some part in this. Yeah, I understand that. Except for the fact that whatever did this to Kefernis was a big weapon. The state of his body, the damage done to his body, the extent to which you could kill a kith, even, would require more than pressing a stone against a cheek. And he thinks, he thinks, uh, you know, and he, and he kind of like, uh, he's pacing now and kind of like really, really stroking his chin, like really stroking it. And he goes, Killing a kith, I mean, you, you're, you're talking madness. Like, I mean, gru- g- g- even theoretically, if a weapon, a Kruerite blade of that size existed, I mean, who, 
how could a kiss even wield it well, to, there was to strike the blow? Sam told us there was one who could. Interesting. And he goes, you're referring, of course, to the Supreme Father. Yeah. And he goes, interesting. You know, it did occur to me that one conversation I had with Grandfather Cathernus prior to the this grand meeting of the courts, he discussed news which the court of Syrah had brought to him. You have to understand that the grandfathers, while powerful, their minds are, even in happier times, are often consumed by thoughts of their origins, by thoughts of a supreme father. Each of the grandfathers commands great power, uh, an army of kith, an army of humans, but they're forever terrified at the idea that they too are subservient to someone. There's always the chain of the kith goes higher and higher. There's always someone higher than them. And the Supreme Father, I mean, as I said, the kith, they do not die. He must still be out there somewhere. And it's said that in legend, he wielded a blade such as you describe, a blade of Kruorite, the deadliest weapon uh, ever uh, forged by the kith. Now, the court of Syrah, they are, they are scholars, they're researchers, they, they're masters of knowledge, even as their bodies failed them. But there was one thing which troubled Cathernus prior to this meeting. He received word from Rask, Plague King, leader of the court of Syrah, their master scholar and ruler. He received notice that there had been some development. I suspect that the court of Syrah may have been researching or may have made some lead into discovering what had happened to the Supreme Father. Ah. Um, quite what that development was, I don't know, but I know that Rask and Cathernus had exchanged missives on it. They'd exchanged notes. And I know the two of them had planned to meet to discuss this in, in private. I also know that they were trying hard not to involve Weren in this. Also, and he, and he leans forward conspiratorially, he goes, I, I suspect you, having spoken to the court of Syrah, you must have noted their injuries. You must have noticed. Yeah. In the latter days of the war, while they, when grandfather, when Rask Plague King was attacked with Kruorite, the Kruorite that scarred and crippled him and, the, and that spread that infection through his court, they never caught the assassin who did it. But there were always rumors there were always rumours that it, be, it had come from the court of Weren, that Weren were responsible for that terrible crime against the Syrah. Interesting. And as he and as he kind of uh, and as he kind of talks to you, he reaches into a bag beside him and uh, picks up uh, a chunk of of something and uh, tosses it into the um, the fire pit. Yeah. Uh, and and he does this a few more times, and you realise he's throwing kind of like uh, rocks into uh, kind of uh, into the um, into the lava, into the magma. Right. What's happening there? What are you doing there? Oh, he goes. <laughs> fuel. What are you up to there? He goes. He goes. Uh, I have many. Volcanoes need fuel. <laughs> he goes. I I have many uh, responsibilities. Uh, I I have my apprentices. I have the people I've trained. Uh, the people who I'm hoping will carry on my legacy when I'm no longer here. But um, I am responsible for making potions. I am responsible for the health and care of the humans. And I am responsible for maintaining this machine. 
that keeps us all. Uh, it was built long ago by my ancestors. Um, heaven forbid were it to ever actually break. Uh, but thankfully we avoid that by keeping it uh, functional. Even the kith benefit from it. They they cannot die, it's true, but they enjoy its warmth. Sure. And uh, it goes, and yes, and we must keep the machine fueled, oiled, and working perfectly. And uh, he continues to kind of chuck these black rocks into the... Uh, Is it coal? Like, does it look like lumps of coal? Or yeah, you can grab one if you I, want. I pick one up. Yeah, and to, yeah, you look at it and it looks to all intents and purposes a lot like coal, like a kind of black, slightly charcoal-y kind of rock. Okay. Yeah. Ben, are you worried about what this attack means for you and the humans? Because for whoever it is has an issue with heat. And if the humans were to lose you, they lose a lot more the kith lose as well because you're the only one who can make these potions from what we understand he goes I imagine the kith could not it's, the idea that a human could have been responsible for this, this attack is almost unthinkable sure whatever happens upstairs he goes my first care is to the humans under my charge the kith need us they always need us but what an effective way it would be to take out the court of heat would be to take out you, whoever Me. it is. And he, he thinks he and and, and he's, he seems kind of like the idea never even occurred to him. He goes, no, I, I, I had assumed that whatever happened, we would need a kith master, and and the kith would need need would need somebody to keep the humans exactly in order. But if you're the only one who can keep the humans alive in these circumstances, the only things that keeps the kith going on. You, to me, are in great danger. Yeah. He goes, I, this is something to consider, I'm sure, but the, I, even with Grandfather Cathernus gone, impacted, uh, the, Karen, he knows my importance, uh, Farah, they, they know my importance. I, because I, I will defend the humans, but ultimately my loyalty is to the court of heat. They know, they know they can rely on me. But he does seem a little, a little kind of flustered, he goes, um, that said, perhaps we should, we should consider caution, particularly over the neck. He goes, I, I have no desire to see a, a war break out. I have no desire to see this descend into bloodshed. I'd just be wary of yourself, is all I'm saying. Just because whoever it is out there did it, Kith or human, probably not human, as you say, but whoever it is could be coming for you. Goes, I hate to see all that knowledge of yours <laughs> be lost. And, and, and he, he goes, Noted, and with that, he uh, picks up the remainder of the, the sack and shakes the entire contents to, into the fire pit. And uh, there's a brief uh, kind of uh, gulp and bubble from the surface as it is absorbed, and then you hear around you a rattling as as the uh, machine fires up a notch, and you uh, you hear steam rattling through pipes and. Um, in the distance over this cacophony, you hear a distant uh, kind of hissing as warm air moves through the structure of the spire. Is there anything else you'd like to do while you're here? I mean, it's very warm here. Can we do it somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lynette's very interested in the machine. Yeah. But I don't know what. I mean, she could just look at it and see if she can... I mean, I yeah. think she knows everything about what it's doing and 
you know, if it's just a big furnace, basically, mm. how it's functioning. Um, but yeah, just to, just in case she'll do a she'll do a. See if there's anything else to learn. Yeah, like what would you say, deduction? Yeah, I mean, um, this uh, you, what, what your um, your ability gives you a plus on kind of like mechanical checks uh, and stuff like yes. that, doesn't it? Like uh, where is that? Oh, that's on my level up. Sheet. So I have plus one to tech checks. Okay, yeah. So um, that would be. Um, I guess it would be kind of deduction plus yeah. plus your plus your techie. Oh, it's good. Uh, six. Wow, yeah, you see God. You know, you know everything. <laughs> Steam yeah. God. Okay, so uh, while uh, Ben Ohim has been kind of like just kind of chattering away, you've been examining uh, this machine and you get the impression that while it is an impressive creation, uh, it's clearly old, it's clearly very well maintained, at its core, there's nothing utterly there's nothing nothing like exceptional about mm, it nothing magical really it's it's a it's a very well made very large heating mm -hmm. system and that's really all there is to it okay. you get the impression looking at the pipes that this labyrinth um like structure of the spire is served at all levels mm -hmm. by the same heating system it all originates from here is it steam going through the pipes uh yeah. it's warm air right okay it's warm air so uh something is generating uh, down here, right in this kind of like furnace yeah. room, something is generating uh, the heat yeah. and it's being circulated through, basically just through a mechanical system. You've seen these vents all around the place. Mm -hmm. they're, they're no more complex than just pipes and grates. And how large and in diameter are the pipes? Uh, they vary. They vary. Uh, you can see that some of the ones branching out of here are maybe like several feet across, mm -hmm. but branching off of them are smaller ones. It's a real kind of spaghetti mess mm. of pipes, uh, very complex. Okay. But again, nothing really sophisticated. It's just a ventilation system powered by uh, really like a boiler, mm -hmm. which in itself is maybe remarkable because just this crappy world you're on. Yeah. But it's not, it's a very simple system, mm -hmm. like heat at one end and then the hot air is distributed around the entire spire. Sure. And it all originates down here mm. with Ben. Okay. Do I still have the rock? You do have a rock, yeah. I would like to scan rock. Uh, yeah, you scan, you scan the rock, and. Um, do you actually check for that, or is you, uh, can I scan the rock? No, I'll just tell you. <laughs> it is, uh, it's basically, yeah, it's it's just uh, a kind of fairly simple uh, carbon base, a bit like coal, a bit like uh, charcoal mm -hmm. kind of thing. You need to be careful with those fossil fuels. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, last they don't they don't work out well. Yeah. Uh, ben, ben says well, the, the, we mine we mine them. It's a uh, fire rock. We we dig it out of the structure of the of the earth and we use it to fuel this machine. Cool. I chuck it into the magma. Chuck it into the magma. It's a little hiss and it kind the of the entire spire explodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a little hiss and as it kind of um, uh, as it as it and, and and it bubbles and Ben goes okay. Uh, ben goes my friends, please scan back a minute and as you scan back. From the fire pit, I assume you all scan back from the fire pit. <laughs> he he pulls on a lever, like his elderly body kind of heaving on this great big uh, stick, and a, a pipe descends from the ceiling, and you realise that the diameter of this great pipe matches the fire pit perfectly, uh -huh. and it goes all the way down before closing neatly over the fire pit. Right. Ben pulls another couple, another couple more levers. And now that the fire, and you get the sense that while the fire pit is now fully fed and fueled, it's now pumping heat directly up into this master pipe, which is kind of 
taking that hot air mm-hmm. and sending it outwards. Right. And he goes, uh, and Pete, who's been here, kind of scanning oh, yeah. respectfully back, goes, uh, Ben, they're uh, they uh, they're after some potions. They're after some potions. And he goes, uh, of course, of course. Um, just uh, perhaps, if you wouldn't mind, give me give me some time. I am I am a little distracted, but come see me before the night is over, and I will we we can get you whatever you need. Okay. And with that, but uh, forgive me, I I need some time. And with that, he kind of uh, turns and shuffles off, kind of deeper into the workshop. But before he goes, he he turns and goes, oh my my friends, my guests. Um, there was one thing. The research, now that you've reminded me, the research which Rask had found, the research which he had wanted to share so desperately with Cathanus, they said they'd found the Supreme Father's weapon. And you just now remember that. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, Ben turns and walks off into the darkness. I turn around to the rest and go, he did it. And as Ben disappears into the darkness, you you hear the familiar rumbling of machinery as warm air moves. This lifeblood of the spire pumps throughout the great structure atop of you, moving up through the poor humans, through that strange boundary area of the courtroom where the two species meet, up through the tall spires. And finally, in the sky above, the moon moves further through the sky as the night enters its second phase.